welcome to episode 17 of a rosier view the podcast uh rosie review the podcast is the dancing queen young and sweet only 17 oh that's cute that. i love, love the that. number 17 we are back with another episode with my co-host zachary ziggler super excited why you call me zachary i like just saying it, it like i don't like saying co-host zach ziggler although i guess that works too zach ziggler that's people like, people call him zz in real life i got a lot of like tsa like attendance going like mm, when they circle my name and they're like <laughs> zz z squared and it's like 5 30 in the morning i'm like just get me on my flight to jfk please like, I don't, I'm not. at a party over the weekend everyone called him zizzy <laughs> yeah, it's my, funny because my, <laughs> my instagram handles bad guy zz and everyone always goes, oh, ZZ, ZZ. But my friend's boyfriend calls me Zizzy. Like, it's, like, super <laughs> lazy. But it's stuck. And it's, like, kind of funny. Whatever you see, he's like, Zizzy, Zizzy. It it's is funny. funny. So we're excited. We've got a really chill kind of episode for you guys today because, well, we'll see how it turns out. Last week was our Oscar recap. And it's crazy because I feel like I spend the whole year getting ready to do an Oscar like recap or whatever. I didn't do a video this year, just the podcast. But I'm like, oh my gosh, it feels like it's been three weeks since the Oscars. It's only been a week. Yeah, it feels like it's been like a lifetime. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been way too long i still need to see parasite and stuff like that i was like oh hold your horses it's only been like a week week. like you're fine fine. i've had a busy week it's been it was kind of crazy i think that's why it happened yeah a lot happened last week i had a really long weekend because we had friday off um and monday off so it was a really and we had company in town we've had like a couple of people from out of town in town so we've been doing a lot of things yeah we've been doing things with the family been going to different events and stuff like that so and it was valentine's day over the weekend how was your valentine's day um honestly like i'm one of those people where like i'm pretty neutral about valentine's day like i'm not i'm single but like i don't get like heated or like angry about valentine's day um i enjoy like buying like treats for people in my life and things like that like i just like i see love as a more like universal kind of thing where it's like valentine's i use it as like i love my parents love my siblings love my friends like whatever i don't know so i didn't really like do anything but yeah my valentine's day sucks yeah zach is like (laughs) well i'm bitter Okay. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not one of those people where I'm like, oh, I need a Valentine or I need a Valentine, da 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 da. But like, don't piss me off around Valentine's Day <laughs> if we have any kind of like if there's remotely there. romantic, yeah, beauty to be something there. You know, I think there's something there that wasn't there before. Zach's so like, know. yes, resentment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bitter, so I um. Yeah, it was it was not the funnest, but hey, I just listened to like you know some Carly Rae Jepsen, some mm-hmm. things to get me in the spirits. Valentine's, it's so interesting. Uh, anyways, um, but it's been a fun. I mean, it's been like a low key week in regards for entertainment. Um, yeah. What were some of your new music fr- uh, Friday faves? Yeah, let's get into new music Friday. So we had like two album releases this week um, that I paid attention to. I'm sure that there were a lot more, but the only ones that I paid attention to were Justin Bieber's new album, Changes. Is that what it's called? I think so. Is that what it's called? That's like how I said. Um, Changes. 
And then Team Impala's uh, new album. But let's talk about JB for a, a second. Not Justin, that me and Zach really have any opinions on this. Justin, the only opinion I have on Justin Bieber right now is thank God he shaved his mustache. <laughs> Um, so this is Justin Bieber's first project, big project since 2015, since Purpose came Seems out. That's insane. That's insane. I mean, Purpose was super successful. Yeah, I really um, liked that album. I feel like he toured for three years after that. <laughs> like, I feel like he came to Cleveland maybe like five times. My mm. one friend, um, Val met, <laughs> saw him outside of one of like the clubs and she was t- taking a video of Justin and he literally like looks straight into the video and goes, don't do that. And smacks her <laughs> phone. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like the funniest. Like I would cherish that video forever. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Let's talk about this new piece of work though. So I didn't really, I haven't listened to it all the way through, but on my car ride home today, I listened to like the first half of it and it sounded like one long continuous song mm-hmm. that like the beats would change a little bit mm-hmm. and then post Malone would come in. Like that's kind of what it sounded like to me. I know some people that are really obsessed with this album and are like really like vibing with it. Um, and they're basic. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. If you like the album. No, they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Am I? No. Anyway. (laughs) I would not say this is his best work. I mean, he's got a great voice. Um, I know a lot of people have been trying to cancel him lately, um, which I'm just, like, not into the cancel culture. Like, I mean, like, there are definitely the people that you gotta, like, be like, you're done. You are Mm -hmm. done. You do not deserve a second chance. Like, Joy Behar said on The View, like, they're like, do we need to cancel everyone? And Joy was like... There's some people that need to just some people go away forever. Um, away Justin Bieber, I don't think, is one of them. I think that he does take into consideration his wrongs and his actions and, like, tries mm-hmm. to, like, better himself from that. Like, you know, like, um, there's been a few things in the press with him, like, really just um, analyzing his relationship with Selena Gomez and realizing that he was, like... The one that messed her up. Yeah, like, yeah. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... I think if you take responsibility for your actions and you step up and you own it, <laughs> own it, uh, like Lisa Rinna says, um, it, you can move forward. So I, I haven't heard anything that really justifies this cancellation except for the fact that um, Yummy is the best track on this album. <laughs> that is tragic. Um, <laughs> I think that this, I think that this album should have been called Love Letters to Haley Baldwin. <laughs> And there should have, I would love if this album was called Love Letters to Haley Baldwin. And he had his first track be something that nobody expected. And it was so out of his realm and it Mm. sounded completely different. And everybody's wigs were snatched. And then he went on to have an album that like had a little bit of different things from his whole like career so far. I think that would have been really good. But I mean, we got this instead, and it's, like, I'll have to listen to it a little bit more, but, like, nothing stood out to me um, at all. There's only, like, one that that I that has, like, stuck with me that I've really liked, and that's um, Intentions featuring Quavo. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that one. I really do like his, like, chill, like, There's nothing, vibe. like, you can vibe to this. I think it's passive listening, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, there's nothing bad here that mm-hmm. I've listened to. It's just nothing that stands out. I would have liked... I, I I just remembered that video right now of him slamming the door on Haley when she's trying to get out of the car. <laughs> I don't think I've You've never seen that. that? They're both like getting out of their car or whatever and he gets out first and just doesn't look back and closes the door and it like almost <laughs> slams on her and I'm like, he could have paralyzed her. If her leg was out, like he could have, par- her modeling career would have been done. 
He would have what, ruined it. I'm oh, kidding. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm She's kidding. been on the cover. No, of I love. Okay, I love. I will not take the Haley Baldwin slander, but I don't think she's like. You know what? I'm not going to talk about that because I know that's one of her insecurities is that she doesn't feel like she's on the same level as like Kendall and like Gigi. Oh, definitely not the people that you need to be comparing yourself to. Like she's totally guys. Haley is gorge. I love Haley, um, and she's a really sweet girl, but. I like Haley a lot. I just thought that video was so funny because the amount of times that that's happened to me. Um, yeah, those are all my thoughts on that that's album. That's all. Like, I really don't have anything else to say mm-hmm. besides yummy, yummy. <laughs> all right. Uh, like I said, Team and Paula released an album. I haven't really listened to it that much. I loved their last album that they came out with. It was so iconic and so iconic for every Urban Outfitters in america putting all those songs on their playlists for years um but so yeah definitely check that one out i want to listen to that i haven't really given that a listen yet yeah some song releases this week um so we have a new song from queen icon legend kim petrus Yes. I stand. I'm her. on the Kim Petras train. She finally, I was trying to get Rosie on the Kim Petras train for like, if, I think if you guys remember like in the early episodes yeah, of the Yeah, some podcast, more early episodes. I was like, I mm. was like, Rosie was like, uh, I just don't know. And I'm like, Rosie, like hop on it. Like she's really like talented and she's like super fun. Um, so she comes out with this new song and it's just, she is delivering right now. That's the thing about Kim. Um, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about like kim um is that she is serving and delivering and giving us content like on we're a never, consistent like, basis on by a consistent the way. basis like, consistently fed if you're a kim Pinterest yeah fan. like we we have been fed bunheads we have been yeah. fed um why are they called bunheads because she like a lot in like her early oh career. like she, space she, buns like, and she, stuff. she wore that like she had that one little side bun and she oh, would just like it would yeah. just literally be like long hair and then this just bun <laughs> would stick out of nowhere um although like um, there's a bunch of like celebrities fan bases that like they don't make sense like how rihanna's like the navy the navy and then how like billy eilish's fans i believe are called avocados what because like her instagram handle was something about avocados for a while and so like i'm pretty sure that they called like their fans like avocados and i was like i'm not I'm not, I'm not with this. I'm not what, getting with no, this. No, uh-uh. Man. It sounds a little too, like, middle school girl in, like, 2013, just yeah, discovering that I, she like, likes just avocados. just watched that video of that little boy going, like, an avocado. Yeah, Thanks. somebody took that joke a little funny. too far. Ooh, guys, don't do stuff like that. Please don't do stuff like that. I think that. that they could go for, like, they could name themselves, like, the eyelashes or something. Like, I'm an eyelasher. Like, I don't know. There's eyelashes the eye her eyelashes they like protect her from all the other people that yeah. pay her dust because your eyelashes protect your eyes from dust that's what i think is the logic that's the logical so little, like you went from like like literally like no brain avocado <laughs> to like you have to give a full dissertation on what the <laughs> fandom's name yeah, means yeah. like it's like the eyelashes protect from dust and protect like they ooh. protect from the other casual fans who pay her dust the eyelashes protect billy uh well speaking of billy she has a new song yeah um, that was a good transition that was a really good transition <laughs> she had you just started like who did you sound like you were like yeah. Oh, you sounded like Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that was a great transition. <laughs> We're just going to have a segment on this podcast called, like, <laughs> Impressions by Rosie. <laughs> and she's just going to start the podcast off, like, as some actor or 
famous person in pop culture and just Welcome you guys are just to gonna have episode to... 17 of a rosy review the podcast wow wow <laughs> um anyways billy's new song is for the new james bond movie i believe it's called no time to die i think that's what the movie's called die too. spelled d-y-e right no or was i hallucinating that you i swear i saw that rosy. somewhere I know you've been no dyeing your hair blonde, <laughs> and like you're no. I that. promise, I like that was not a dumb blonde joke. That's somebody, that was a hair dye joke. Okay, somebody, let me just clarify that. So <laughs> the chemicals have gotten to my brain. Like honestly, like the toner. Um, I swear, somewhere I saw it's mm-hmm. being spelled with a. I'm gonna go look. Unless her like Instagram publicist or something like spelled it wrong. Somebody did this track for this new movie made me um remember like all the um bond songs and how like iconic they are like i went to like a bond song playlist on spotify and i was like wait a second like they have that oh yeah there's like a million bond songs i was talking to like one of my coworkers, bond songs and i was like oh this is like so iconic it's like a bond song and bond songs are like and she's like <laughs> and she was like <laughs> she was like what's a bond song <laughs> And I was like, I was like, I probably sound like ridiculous right now. I well, like, when you say it back to back, like, it's one thing to have like a sentence and be like, yeah, the new Bond song. But then to be like, I love Bond songs. The Bond song is always kind of sound I'm like, like Parasite bond, directed by Bond, bond song. song. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a like new way to say, like, I hit the bong. Like, yeah. It's a, bon- it's like, a Bond song. Oh, my gosh. This is such bond a Bond song. <laughs> the Bond song. Okay. Say Bond song one more time. I can't. I literally <laughs> cannot. It's like that scene from Big Girls. Say crack one more time. Crack. <laughs> um, but this is a really good song. Like, um, it has like your, you know, your typical Billy um, isms, I guess. I don't know. Um, avocados would know. Avocados, <laughs> avocados would know. Um, and then it gets those Bond strings. Yes, okay. If you like, if you know, is. if you li- the formula for a Bond song <laughs> is the Bond <laughs> strings. A whole deep dive yes. on Bond songs. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard about these Bond songs. Okay, like stop <laughs> saying it. <laughs> okay 007 songs yeah. baby okay daniel craig songs daniel pierce brosnan songs all right um so most of the times they're very like cinematic and they're mm-hmm. oh, okay like speaking of like what we were talking about last week where you're like i can think of so many like iconic movie songs you know yeah. like james bond songs <laughs> are so iconic like, like you have skyfall skyfall and- you have diamonds are forever you have die another day by madonna like i totally forgot about that song and then i listened to it and i was like ooh, yeah i don't really pay attention i didn't even really like skyfall that much if i'm being honest i it kind of like made me like um wait the song or the movie you better be careful right now <laughs> you better watch i can't i don't know if i've ever <laughs> even seen a full james bond movie they have some like great songs um skyfall is a great song by it adele is, it is and then but i'm just like Meh. I think it won the Oscar that year for the song. But yeah, those songs are great. If you haven't ever listened to, like, if you don't know what we're talking about with Bond songs, (laughs) go onto Spotify or maybe Apple Music has a playlist. Maybe we'll link a playlist in our Instagram. And type in Bond song. B O N D S O N D S. (laughs) We got to move on from the Bond songs, but they're great. There's some great ones. Okay, anyways. (laughs) <laughs> moving on speaking of someone who's done a bond song before oh my gosh <laughs> Sam Smith. <laughs> okay which one did he do again what was this called <laughs> he did like writings on the wall oh yeah he won um with the strings the Oscar. 
Yeah. Like they always. And he's like, writings. No, I don't know how it goes. Um, I, I, I just have Skyfall in my head. Um, but oh he boy. came out with a new song called To Die For. Die um, spelled D-Y-E. No, it's not. Um, he is like, this era for Sam Smith is so gay, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> like, he's like, if you didn't know I was gay, here it <laughs> is. Now you know. Now you know. And I'm just like, okay, Sam, you know, before we, st- we, we've come a long way since the Nike hoodie by the train tracks. <laughs> for- <laughs> <laughs> you I know, loved his last he looked like album. a little like twelve year old, yeah. and like you know, just walking outside if it's flat, you know, so over funny. in Liverpool, and walking by the train tracks and singing "Stay with Me." And now we have him literally boging, yeah, with, with a on. group of gay shirtless men in the background, yeah, and doing Donna Summer covers. There you go. How did we get here? I don't know. Great way to spend your time. I love. It. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so the song is pretty good. I need to give it a few more listens. Yeah, it hasn't like, stuck like, with me, but stuck with when me I either. when I listen to it, I'm like, this is good. This yeah. is a solid. Um, I just kind of want to know what's going on. Like when artists are like, I really don't like when artists just drop like single after single after single after single, and they don't have like, and they're trying to like get something to stick. I'm like, I want you to come to me with a cohesive project yeah. saying this is this era. Okay. Yeah. Something to discuss is that most men in the music industry don't have eras. Mm. That's so true. Okay. okay, like think about it. Like this is going to be All right, we're going to dive into this on another podcast <laughs> episode on like the difference between male and female musicians where it's like I feel like male artists don't have to reinvent themselves every time, okay? Ed Sheeran came out with four albums that were like a like mathematical equations they're, for years. They're okay. all like some weird like Pixar shade of blue with like a mathematic symbol on it. It's always like an X or a divided. No, like, like a, bye. Okay, where Lady Gaga has to reinvent herself every single time to stay relevant. Yeah, it's kind of like Lady a little Gaga's bit like, of like, look, I'm country Gaga now. Look. It's, and Madonna has had to do it. Cher has yeah. had to do it. Like you can pinpoint like these eras, like for women in um, the music industry, where it's like men. It's like oh, you can just give me the same old like BS on a plate. Like and, what's a what's a John Mayer era? Um, what's a Drake era? Someone like tell me about it. No, it's not. It's, I don't it know. sounds the same. Okay, yeah. like where it's like Katy Perry. It's like we have one of the boys era. We have the teenage dream era. We have um, the Prism era I'm, and the Witness era. I'm genuinely like trying to think of like a man who has a guy areas. who's like an exception to that. Thank Kanye. Kanye. I feel like Kanye tries to reinvent himself. Yeah, I think Kanye is probably one of the only ones where you're like, this is the 808 heartbreaks. This is the life of Pablo. This is the like you can tell. Although the sound doesn't change. change. Like there's a through line kind of of. The same sound, although he'll be like, this is the gospel album. This is the blah, 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 you know? So like he has more of, more of a distinct, but if you look at something like a Jay-Z versus Beyonce. Like, like Beyonce's eras, like Beyonce has so many eras. And then, and then you also have like Rihanna, like you have like the time where she was like that fun, light pop girl. Mm -hmm. And then the Chris Brown stuff happened and it was, we we got rated R. Mm -hmm. We got like that dark, like album, you know what I'm saying? And then. 
we got like well the only one that i can think of right now that in my brain it's like super 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 distinct eras is the beatles but i think that they were low-key like one of the first people to do that yeah i think that like you can look at the beatles career and be like that's the please please me era that's the psychedelics era this is the white album era this is the abbey road like you can tell whereas most bands in that you know in those times Mm -hmm. like even with queen it's like queen doesn't necessarily have eras they just have 70s queens and 80s queen and 90s queen like they have decades where you can tell the difference between the decades right but with the beatles it's very distinct and that's why they're so iconic and they've lasted so long is because they evolved over like the span of just one decade really yeah but that so this is just like an observation that i've noticed and i've seen other people on twitter notice is that it's like we like women have like an expiration an expiration date which is so frustrating because, like, I just feel like some of the women in the music industry serve way more than the men. And, like, you can, like, I'm sorry, yeah. like, I think people are just starting to get, like, no offense if you're an Ed Sheeran fan. I think that he has come out with some fantastic music. But yeah. just because they don't have errors doesn't discredit their work by no, any means. It just kind of shows the, same. the internal like, sexism of the And, like, industry. I guess you can say his new one was, like, way different. Because it was a collab album. Yeah, but it was also just, like, a hodgepodge. It. it was very weird. Um, but, yeah, so those are my... But, Sam, I want... Going back to Sam Smith, I want someone... I'm like, Sam, where are we going with this? Like, if this is, yeah. like, the... um like your gay era or something you know like <laughs> i don't know like but give me after like i feel like he's really i feel like this is his fourth song that he's released recently i'm like mm-hmm. after that point give me like this is for this project i like, like artists that are very confident and they come out with something and they're like this is what i'm doing because i like it and i want to do it and if you don't like it well you can wait for like another year and a half or so for me to come out with the next thing maybe you'll like that then like i like when people show up with like full confidence in their work mm-hmm. instead of like the a b testing which is what camila does right anyway all right i think that wraps up new, new music, music friday, friday. Bravo enthusiasts, take us away. All right, it's time for my little Bravo moment of the day. For you Bravo fans out there, we got some new, hopefully, listeners by um, merging my Bravo, oh, my old little Bravo Instagram account with our new Arosia review account. So, yeah, if welcome. You're, if you're a new listener, welcome to the pod and cue the jingle. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been a kind of crazy week for Bravo. We've had um, the Real Houses of New York season twelve trailer. We've had oh, a new twelve years. Twelve years. We've had a new episode of Atlanta, a new episode of New Jersey, a new episode of Vanderpump Rules, and also the Below Deck reunion, which I have finally gotten on the Below Deck train. Um, so let's start should off. Should it be a train or should it be a like a boat? If you're on the Below Deck. All right, train. come for me. Clock me. Okay. Below deck. All right, yacht. I'm on the yacht. I'm on the <laughs> yacht, guys. I'm on the yacht. Um, starting with like speaking of below deck, the part two reunion aired last night. Um, there was a lot of misogyny on this season. That's what I heard. Which is like super crazy. And then there's like this one girl. Um, I believe her name is like like Riley or I'm Riley's Amber. I don't know. She's <laughs> kind of irrelevant. She kind of bothers me. 
because she like is like just because like these men didn't come for me like or like you know oh, it doesn't mean she's, like, that like discounting other people yeah so she like kind of last night she was like i always felt respected and then and then the other women are kind of like well that's because you um like stayed in your lane like you didn't try to be like a boss or like you didn't step yeah. on the men's toes yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah so just kind of like these men are kind of trash and i'm really yeah. upset because i have now just found this new love for below deck and queen kate is leaving she's like the head girl on the ship and she's just hilarious i think she would make a really 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 good new york housewife mm-hmm. just saying um speaking of new york <laughs> this is the episode of you going speaking of speaking of transition for tonight. speaking of new york the roni trailer dropped I am so excited for season 12. These are my girls. This is my favorite favorite franchise. This is hands down the best. Uh-huh. Are we going to miss Bethany? Um, duh. Yeah. I love so Bethany's my favorite housewife, like period. Like it's going to be definitely she's definitely going to be missed, but whenever I get down about Bethany leaving, I always remind myself that we have lived with Bethany before, without her before. Yeah, and we and survived. We survived, and it also brought us some amazing content. Yeah, you know, I don't or think Bethany. I don't think Bethany was on the Turks and Caicos trip, was she? No, actually, I no. I don't know about Turks and Caicos. She wasn't for there for Morocco in season four with yeah. Luann like falling off a camel, and she wasn't there with like the Aviva leg throw. Yeah. You know, like we had some pretty like great. TV moments on Roni without Bethany. So I yeah. think we'll be okay. This new housewife, Leah McSweeney, looks like Leah McSweeney. A boss. I really like her. Like from what I'm seeing, I follow her on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It just looks like a jam-packed season. Mm-hmm. I feel like the New York wives, like us housewife fans, are always upset because if our wives are being boring or <laughs> if there's not like drama or Someone's not bringing what they should be. Should they get their peach taken away? Should they get this taken away? Should we just cancel the show in general? Should Real Houses of Beverly Hills just be tossed away? Which, speaking of that, we still don't have a trailer for it. It's been, like, it's almost March. Beverly Hills usually premieres in, like, December or at least February. We haven't even seen anything of it, which makes me believe that they did they not no get footage. They did not get any footage and they're still scrambling. Yeah, speaking from like professional reality TV producers, me and Zach, um, if you have to push things back, it's because you have no footage. Yeah, T. T. <laughs> so that's frustrating. But I think that with the New York wives, they could literally just be sitting around a coffee table and just be and it would be bickering, so... and it's just they could just do a long one long take episode. It, it I would, mean, those are kind of what the reunions are. Basically. I know. I just love them. They're yeah. my favorite. Um, New York's great. Going over to New Jersey, Teresa finally admitted that Joe was like a cheater, which is like pretends to be shocked. I mean, we had those episodes in like seasons like five or four when they went to the vineyards, and he's like, "Oh, here comes my like stupid wife," and da 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 da, and he's like moaning on ew just gross uh, joe is joe is sick i really yeah. feel like he has not even learned anything from this whole situation yeah i feel like he is still just like one of the most prideful people i've like ever seen and just very very ignorant but i really just my heart breaks for his daughters and stuff like that i want them to be together yeah tough tough situation it's there. just like 
messy. Yeah. But that's my Bravo moment of that's, the week. That's we the have Bravo. um stay tuned for my recap on the Roni premiere and hopefully whenever we see the Beverly Hills trailer. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see what they can scramble up for Beverly Hills. I mean, I am very interested to see because there have been like rumblings during filming on a lot of drama, but I'm like I would like to see it. What that what that mean? <laughs> I would like, like to yeah, see it. I would like to see it. Since Oscars were last week and Grammys before that, and every like week because of award season, like I did a SAG episode, like we've had a lot of topics to discuss. Now we're kind of in the entertainment lull of the year, which is the February, January, February, March, where there's like nothing really to talk about. There's not a lot of movies, like big movies coming out. It's not blockbuster season. It's not, you know. So I decided to put together a little like entertainment kind of like get to know us some of you guys who are listening are our friends and some of you guys who are listening have no idea who we are so we just want to kind of get you more acquainted with yeah us with as messes well (laughs) more of like i mean it's not necessarily like personal stuff about us because like unless you wanted to talk about that what I put together was more like six questions about like movies, music, and television that would kind of give like an insight into our personalities. I feel like the entertainment that people like, you can gain a lot from like, you can learn a lot about a person just off of like the shows that they watch or the music that they're into. So that's kind of like, I have some questions that I'm going to ask Zach and then I'll probably answer them as well. And he has not been prepared ahead of time. So let's hope that he just doesn't sit here and go, um, I don't like so (laughs) let's let's get this rolling so i'm gonna start with movies first i'm gonna throw some softballs first and i'm gonna start off with we're gonna start off with zach a movie that what is a movie i'm kind of excited about this because i don't know like what you're gonna ask me i'll start off with a really softball question okay What's a movie that you can quote the most out of any other ones because we are big movie quoters like People think it's so funny because we have just this insane library in our heads of quotes from movies, like obscure ones and from shows. So I I think I know what your answer is, and it's probably mine as well. Is it Mean Girls? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I I quote Mean Girls. Like, it's in my just regular vocabulary. It's like, it just spits out. I used it yesterday. Yeah. No, I I mean, I used it, yeah, two days ago at work. I was at work. I work work in retail. And... I was walking over and my um, associate was talking to a customer and she was like, do you have this in this size? And she's like, no, we don't carry that size here. And um, the lady like walked away. And then I was like, we only carry sizes one, three and five. You can try Sears. And I, and, and my associates are young. Like my associates yeah. are, I work in a store where it's like a lot of like young high school kids. Um, like the youngest age is like 17. And I'm always completely shocked when they have no idea what i'm talking about and so like they're like what and then and then the one associate was like oh my gosh i know that what's it from and i was like if you can't if you don't know that like right off the bat like that's an iconic mean girl yeah like it's like i mean i use some pretty obscure ones like me and my little brother we always like 
if we're eating an orange, we go, she asked me how to spell orange. Like, we always <laughs> we say always that, one. that one. <laughs> we always say, she asked me how to spell orange. She like, asked me how to spell orange. Like, there's a few that, like... I'm always like, it's like seeing a dog walk on its hind legs. <laughs> um, I, I say the crack one, like, like we, yeah, we, we just, just did it! That. Like, yeah. I literally always say that one is where I, I'm like, say, say crack again. Like, if we yeah. if we say something like Bonsong too many times, <laughs> I'm like, say Bonsong one more time. Um, there's, like, a few that are just, like, I don't no oh i always go to, whenever i'm with my like girlfriends i always go what's the 411 yeah, I do that one what's too. the hot new gossip i always say that if i'm just like it's an icebreaker for me like i always say it october 3rd is like honestly a national holiday for me yeah like i watch mean really girls is. every year i like pop like pop open a bottle of wine i like yeah. just relax and then i just quote mean girls on my socials all day we quote so many movies like i was tempted to say like the master of disguise like that's one that people are always like what the heck that's like, one that like no one else quotes except for me my brother and my sister like and if people do quote it they quote the like really obvious ones like i'm not like, a turtle, turtle enough for the turtle, turtle club? club or they'll be like this is what you're doing this is what i want you to do and and me and Javi and Zach, we quote like the really obscure ones. Where Rosie goes, <laughs> Rosie says this Me and all Javi the time. Said the one other day. What is Rosie other? says all the time. I don't know what to do. Oh, I, I don't know what to do. Rosie says that <laughs> like guys, weekly. If you guys don't know what I we're swear. talking about, like because maybe we do have some young seventeen-year-old listeners. I don't know. The Master of Disguise was a movie that came out in, in like two thousand two. Two thousand two, yeah. And it stars Dana Carvey from Saturday Night Live, and he plays this weird character named pistachio who's like this italian like boy his family like it's his last name's disguisey and it's <laughs> it's one of those movies it's that are just like so, on paper so stupid so stupid but it is just so funny like i mean and so h- him and his family like they um are the masters of disguise so they like yeah. dress up and like they can like these, tra- these in these elaborate, elaborate costumes, costumes and disguises and stuff it's a really funny movie. Go rent it. Don't look at the Rotten Tomato score. No. But just go, like, watch it. And it also was, it. like, one of those things where it's, like, we watched it as kids. And so, like, now we're, like, at, we're older and we think it's so funny that we love this movie when we were younger. The one line that me and Javi always say is we go, are you crazy? I can't give you that kind of information. <laughs> like, if somebody asks me, like, what time is it? I'll go, like, are you crazy? I can't give you that kind of information. Um, and it's, like, just, that's not even a popular line from that movie. Or no. I'll say... Or if I have, like, an idea for, like, a video or something, I'll be like, it's crazy. So crazy. It just might work. You also do, like, that was my second choice. <laughs> well, during the Oscars, during the Oscars, whenever, like, I had 1917 picked for, like, everything, and then Parasite was winning, I was like, ah, that was my second guess. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's... We quote, we quote a lot of movies. You'll probably hear them on the pod. Okay. Um, what is a movie that you loved immediately? Like first watch, you were like, this is one of my favorite movies that I've ever, I've ever seen. Hmm. That's a really good question. I have like a couple in my brain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was La La Land. I was just gonna, in my brain, my answer was La La Land was one of my answers. Yeah. Like I was like, this is just. By that last scene everything Uh, and then yeah and i just recently i want to watch that like today or something um because it came out like around this time of year yeah and so whenever this time of year comes around i just kind of want to be like i always i was listening to the soundtrack the other day i love la la land there's some people that don't like la la land and and they were really upset that it was like that it almost won best picture i know that that was the year how could you be upset that it almost won like get out of here 
I love La La Land. So I think that, and then also like as of recently, (laughs) um, 1917, I loved it like off the bat. Immediately. Like Um, when the best is like, what I mean is like when you're, yeah, when you're in the theater and you have the realization while you're watching it, not like a couple days later, like that was, I actually really like that. It's like when you're in the theater, you're like, this is great. I'm so enjoying this right now. Another one is, um, Caps. I know a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. We had a moment. We had a moment in the theater where we were like, "This is great. This is great." And I'm, like, I'm like, "Why do people hate this so much? This is fantastic." My, my moment, my aha moment during Cats was during the Mr. Mustafelis mo- the Mr. Mustafelis mm-hmm. number. I was like, "This is so fun." I was. I had the same thing feeling that everybody else did during like the Rebel Wilson. Like I was like, this that's weird. That's yeah, a little that's, that's uh, I'm uncomfortable. Don't stop right now. Stop right Once now. Once they did the Mr. Mustafa's number, I was like, this is great. So fantastic. But yeah, yeah so those are some uh, My other movies. pick would be Midnight in Paris, the first time that I watched that. By the end of the movie, I was like, okay, I can't say that this is my favorite movie of all time because I've only seen it once, but it probably will be in the next few years. And I was right. I've it's literally like rather my favorite movie or like my second favorite movie right. it's crazy okay um like let me see okay here's an interesting one what who is like a movie couple that you ship so hard like while you were watching it you were just so invested in the relationship of these two people um we also might have the same answer here <laughs> we're like get to know me and zach our joint brain that we have like <laughs> Um, the couple in La La Land. Yeah, that <laughs> Sebastian yeah. and what was her name in La La Land? Mia. Mia. Sebastian and Mia. I was so emotionally invested in them, and I just wanted them. I. Ugh, I don't <laughs> want to so give hard. anything away, but I was distraught walking out yeah. of that movie theater. My other um, pick would be A Star Is Born. Oh shoot, God! I yeah. still. I am still, I don't care what anybody says. We're, it, I feel like every time they go into an interview, they're like, it's like that clip from RuPaul's Drag Race where she's like, huh, I'm acting. See, yeah. I'm acting. You're like, no, you're not. Bradley Cooper's in love with you. And Lady Gaga, you are head over heels for Bradley. I don't care what anybody says. She's always like, it's just good acting. And We're I'm like, just, no, really you're just like, you. no, it, actually, no. you're horrible at it. Because the way that when and this is how I know is whenever they were in an interview, they talk about like, oh, like he's like, I saw Gaga like performing like. Or no, he calls her Stephanie. He's like, I saw Stephanie performing. Oh my God, that's a, another. <laughs> he goes, I saw like... Stephanie performing Love You and Rose at this like charity event. And I invited her to my house and we performed on the piano and ate pasta because we're both Italian from the East Coast. And I was like, and both soulmates designed by God. Yeah. Listen, and I told I told everybody in my family, I was like, listen, they might not be a good like couple for each other. Like they might be those two people that might not work well as like partners in real life, but they 100 percent are soulmates. Like yeah. their souls are connected to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. Um, But yeah, those are my like yeah. movie couples. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Another Ryan Gosling would be like Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Notebook. Um, there's been a lot of movie couples that I get really emotionally attached to, yeah. but those are the main ones that I think are like rip my heart out. Yeah, you know, agreed. Or like Titanic, obviously. Duh. Um, okay. Um, what's a movie? What's the movie that scared you the most? 
Oof. Like what movie has literally like, because you've had a few where yeah. when you close your eyes, you're like, oh, this is standing in the corner of my room. Oh. Like, what's the one that like really, really got you? God, that's You know mine, question. obviously. Everybody knows what mine is. Rosie's is Insidious and The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Edward Scissorhands when I was and little. And Edward Scissorhands when she was little. Um, <laughs> I was so scared of <laughs> I would say probably... I mean, Insidious really did freak me out. <laughs> but I also love to be freaked out. Like that bride, that black bride, I, there was many times I can't believe I we're even saying like, that word on this podcast. I know. It's like <laughs> blasphemous. Um, we're not going to sleep tonight. Nope. Anyways, nope. Um, I'd say that one. And then, shoot, what was like? Weren't you scared by like the Omen or like the Exorcist or something? The Omen freaked me out. I feel like really there was bad. one that was really creeped you out. something that really, like, scared me. I'm trying to think if, like, it was when I was a kid or... You did not like The Conjuring 2. Oh, The Conjuring 2. Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was, like... The Conjuring 1, I really don't think it's, like, that scary. But The, the no. Conjuring 2, like, it's because... Like, the thing that's really scary about The Conjuring 2 is that there are tapes from that, yeah. like, um haunting... That are like real, that are out you can there, hear the audio. and you can hear the audio of like the ghost demon man, like mm-hmm. in a room when he's like, it is like a Cockney British. It's, it's very scary, and he's like, "Gal, my house, no," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, it sends. Uh, I have like chills right now. See, it's so Conjuring Two didn't really scare me that bad, but the nun in the conjuring 2 scared me like the nun in the actual nun movie didn't scare me that bad and you know what it's not even the nun i think it literally is it's the, the actress. actress it's like the actress. the actress that plays her really has a very defined she's, nose she's got very distinct features and distinct features it's very intense and she's super tall and like i feel bad that i'm saying like oh no like it's not with the makeup on. It's just you as a person. Like, I feel awful that I say that, but. But it's, it's also true. a talent. It like, also she used is a that. Kind she of utilized a gift. that. I'm sure she was like she probably ridiculed, like, you know, like when she was younger for her nose and things like that. Cause I mean, Lady Gaga was made fun of for her nose. Yeah. So, that's, like, it's literally I mean, that kind of nose. It's like that, you know, European, like, almost like a Renaissance painting kind of nose. Okay. So we talked about which one you're most scared of what this one i'm interested to hear because zach cries a lot during movies it's quite emotional so what's the movie that you think you like that rocked you the hardest like that you cried the most during um i cry like a baby every single time um when it's in the notebook and (laughs) and she like forgets again who she is like he had just like you know told her the story and then she finally remembered and And then they they have they have this cute little embrace you know and they're like (laughs) dancing and then she's like who are you and he is like sobbing just thinking about that like makes me want to like sob like i'm like i like ugly cry during movies like really bad there was like um i really ugly cried i really ugly cried during toy story 4 i'm not gonna like (laughs) i'm not going to even it's so funny like there was an end credit scene in toy story 4 and i don't remember it because i was still just like super upset by the ending like javi and rosie looked at me and they're like are you okay and i was like i was like what the hell was that i was like so upset um 
I cried during that. Recently, a marriage story killed me. Oh, marriage story. Got like, the end of going. marriage story is really rough. Um, I am just oh, a bit of a weeper. If you, like, I mean, like, a weeper. I mean, like, <laughs> I cried at the end of 1917. I cried marriage story. Um, I, I shed a tear during Little Women, which I wasn't expecting. I actually did not, which is crazy. I thought I was going to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm just a bit of a cryer. I'm not a major weeper, but the one movie that got me to like hyperventilating state was Room with Brie Larson. Oh yeah, that was Oh rough. my gosh, when like her and Jacob Tremblay like get reunited and they like embrace or whatever, I just was that's not even a spoiler because it's like in the trailer you see that they like, you know, get back together and I literally just was hyperventilating which is like my baby i don't know if she even says that but in my brain she does like oh like there's that um a star is born stars born oh, I, I can't i can't listen to the last song of it like without just oh bursting yeah into tears. so those are probably our and honestly any like disney movie like there's like recent from the recent live action efforts there's a scene with Richard Madden in Cinderella oh, that destroys me. Um, if you if have Richard not seen Richard Madden cries, ooh, girl, ooh, and that's what happened I in cry. 1917. I cry. Yep, that's yep. exactly what happened in 1917, and it breaks my soul. I swear. Yeah, ooh. I mirror. I mirror all of Richard Madden's emotions. Like I just, I love what a man. What a man. What a man. <laughs> I like it's so weird because I love Richard Madden more every day I think like yeah. the, when I first watched Cinderella I was like oh my gosh they got a really cute actor to play the prince that's so great but like I didn't really think much of it and then I watched Game of and Thrones and I was like this, I'm in love with no, you and then he, has this, <laughs> he has this scene in the 2015 version of Cinderella that when anybody asks me about Disney live actions <laughs> yes, I'm like this is my so favorite one this. I'm like this um there's a scene where he kind of just like because he's not allowed to marry, like, you know, a common girl. He has to marry someone outside of the kingdom because to give yeah. the kingdom strength and stuff. And he has this speech to his father and he's in tears and he's like, we do not need to look outside our borders for strength where we have, like, you know, plenty <laughs> of, like, you know, strength oh. here. Our community is just strong. And I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. And it's just rough. It is Ugh, so This good. is why you need to watch Game of Thrones. You need to watch Game of Thrones because the king of the north. That's all I'm going to say. All righty. Okay. okay. Get off of my jock. Get <laughs> off my jock. I'm like, you. can you call yourself a real Richard Bannon fan if you have not seen his king of the north moment? That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. All right, whatever. Okay, I kind of want to move on to TV okay. because it feels like such a stark transition to go back to music. Right. So... Let's say, let's start with, uh, this is a pretty easy one. Um, and it also reminds me of like, cause we were talking, me and Zach were talking about like how we used to watch Grey's Anatomy last night. Like we were like, that was kind of crazy. We spent like all of 2016 watching Grey's Anatomy and now we don't watch it. <laughs> um, so what's a show I'm going to, I'm going to say other than Bravo that, because that's like, that's too easy for you whatever um what's a show that you have like an unhealthy obsession with because we all know mine <laughs> you have the audacity to say other than bravo but you're just gonna talk about game of thrones no, for an hour. <laughs> I'm not, i didn't say i haven't said anything i'm kidding yet. um unhealthy relation like or maybe at the time like maybe this can translate to like 
a, your fastest binge or your like if it was like a blackout binge you're like none only brothel uh, i'm dead serious i am like it's very rare nowadays that i'm watching something that's television related that's not bravo it has to be like and it's not like big long seasons anymore you know like i'm not watching like gray's anatomy where i'm like i need to get to season 12 now you know like where it's like taking me forever um i have a disgusting relationship with bravo shows that's my answer like i like it's i will watch anything that bravo hands to me rosie and i are going i'm making her watch this with me is we're gonna start watching that family karma show which is like that new show that bravo's (laughs) coming out with that is introducing us to like an indian rich family (laughs) um but like roni like all of them like I'm disgust. It's disgusting. I'm yeah. I'm binging Southern Charm. I'm binging uh, Below Deck. Um, I'm uh, a Bravoholic, and I've always been like the speedier binger. Rosie is a speedier binger. Like when I commit to something, I can like go through it really fast. I would have gotten through all of Game of Thrones within like probably three weeks or less, but I was watching it with Javi, and he had baseball. And so he would be like, don't watch it. I have a baseball game tonight. And then I'd have to wait for him. And it was like the actual worst. And then there were a few times that I just watched it anyway. And he was like, actually so bad at me. Um, I mean, other than Game of Thrones, I always have an unhealthy obsession, like, while I'm in the midst of a show. So, like. There's only like a select. Have you seen that trend on Twitter? I retweeted it where it's like five shows to get to know me. Oh, that's a good So what were yours? Let me, housewives of- let me pull up my tweet. <laughs> I don't know why we always just like randomly start talking in a British accent every single time. I can't um, not do it. Oh, here we go. Okay, so five shows to get to know me. One is Gossip Girl. Um, that's my favorite show of all time. Yeah. Uh two is the Real Houses of New York. Three is Big Brother. Four is Real Houses of Atlanta. And then five is RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, that's that's definitely like, okay, RuPaul's Drag Race. That's a good pick for a one that Zach had an unhealthy obsession with. Like, I feel like before the Housewives stuff, you were watching Drag Race. Oh, yeah, I was binging Drag and Race. And all every... he would talk about was Drag Race. And I was like, I did not understand. Rosie was not into it. And I was like, oh, crrr, mama, okay, well, I hated, Mary. I hated you know, like... <laughs> when Zach did the voices. He was like doing this like Laganja, Strange voice around the house. And none of us knew what he was talking about. And it was so annoying. My mom was like, Zach, can you do the dishes? And I'm like, that's not a part of of my brand mama like can you imagine how I'll annoying be like, oh, that oh. is you know i'll be like you know do that Alyssa yeah. edwards like oh. tongue pop oh we hated it we are going to be covering um season 12 of rupaul's drag race though yeah, rosie is going to be definitely. watching it we are also going to have a friend who is um in the mix with drag race gonna be having a guest on so yeah. that will be really fun and we just have like a lot of fun content coming up with drag race let me see okay my top five shows to get to know me, because I could definitely guess I was going to say Big Brother or RuPaul's Drag Race for you. Um, mine are probably Game of Thrones, number one, obviously. Um, Revenge, that w- was on ABC, four seasons. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, then probably... Revenge is before Castle Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because both are about New York City, but Revenge is a little bit classier. Because they're they're more adults. Okay. There's less high school in revenge, but they both have. Um, uh, they share an actor. Uh, like Serena's little brother is also oh, yeah, in yeah, 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 revenge. Yeah. 
Um, so those three, and then for the last two, it's kind of difficult because I watched so many different shows that it, oh, Criminal Minds. That was a huge one for a while. I love Criminal Minds. And like, hmm, there's a few that I could put in. I'd say Big Brother for you. Yeah, Big Brother there. probably would be the fifth one because I just love the strategy. Of we, Big Brother. when Big Brother season comes around, we are just, highly invested yeah we have the live feeds and everything yeah i loved that i mean although like there is a few um like i don't know half an hour sitcoms that i absolutely loved as well but rosie likes those are friends and i like my mother and, yeah i went through a big like sitcom phase and stuff like i've gone through a bunch of different i watched a lot of different shows over time but yeah so those would probably be my top five what's a show that you're surprised that you liked because Housewives, I could anticipate that you were going to love that. RuPaul's Drag Race, Big Brother, like all those I could anticipate that you were going to like. What's one that you were surprised that you got really into? Um, I was surprised I got into um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah. Because I just was like, this just doesn't seem like my cup of tea. I mean, like I love female-centered shows, Uh but like... The idea of, like, a female-centered show in, like, prison. Like, I usually... Okay. You like glam. I usually do not like the shows that are, like, shameless. <laughs> or, like, you know, where it's just kind of, like, this makes me sound like such a snob. A pretentious. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I usually like the people in my shows to be living, like, these, like, extravagant lives. Yeah. So I was very surprised. Orange is the New Black is a fantastic show. That has made me cry a lot, Yeah, surprisingly. But um, yeah, I think I was surprised that I got into Orange is the New Black. I think I was surprised that I got into The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like, I was not really, like, people that I was around really looked down on that show when I was growing up and thought that it was, like, a really messed up way for, like, people to, like, date and just that it was like anti like women and things like that you know like just because food pin women against each other so often and it was all white people and like blah, blah 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 and all this stuff and then i got into emily's season of the bachelorette and there was like no looking back after that but then it's like funny because it's like i had those beliefs when i was younger and then i got really into the bachelor and the bachelorette and i was like always arguing for it because i loved it and then now we're like and it's now trash. i'm back to not liking it now i'm back to being like no mm. and i said we me and zach were talking to some people about it the other day and i was like honestly i probably would still be into the bachelor and bachelorette if the episodes were like a half shorter. an hour longer like, like if they shorter. were an hour long i pr- i could probably do it yeah if it was two an hour, hour two hours is just so and then like how the finales are so the finales long. are like longer than the grammy awards yeah. like no Absolutely i can't not. do it i cannot do it it's Mm-mm. just out of hand what do you think is a super underrated show a super underrated show that like you don't hear people talking about it's really difficult because zach genuinely kind of stopped watching tv after he got into bravo (laughs) bravo is the only tv that you should be watching it is prime television it is compelling like zach can't even enjoy the emmys anymore because he doesn't watch any of the shows that that is not true okay um what is an underrated show Mm mm-hmm I wish I heard more people talking about that Imagineering story on Disney+. Plus. 
Oh, I High School Musical, that. the musical, the series. Yeah, is super so these underrated. Disney Plus shows, like people aren't talking about them as much as I think that they should be. I really liked that Imagineering story because I love Disney World and we are expert on all things Disney House and Mouse and Walt. I was accidentally, I got some of these music questions and the um, TV questions mixed up. So what's a scene in a show that had you absolutely shook? Like there, we've seen a lot of shows that had unexpected deaths or like unexpected, like surprise, like a character returns from the dead. Like what's a scene that you just were so shook when you watched There's it? There's like 18 scenes in the course of its run scandal. Oh yeah. That literally there like, was some crazy oh, ones and Grace. Any yeah. Shonda shows. All the any, Shonda, the Shonda shows. shows really just like she grabbed my jaw and slammed it on the floor. Yeah. Um like there's the scene in um season six, I believe, of Grey's Anatomy and it's the hospital shooting. Oh my god. Episode and I was just like that I, there that's was a moment ask Rosie ask Rosie cuz she had watched it before I did. And I watched cuz it's a two-parter, so I watched the first part. And I was downstairs by myself watching it. I came up with my eyes welling with water, <laughs> hyperventilating with a glass of water to drink because I could not breathe because I was so just yeah. like shook to my core. Um, and then anytime Olivia got kidnapped or something, it's <laughs> <laughs> with a Stevie Wonder song playing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, I have two picks. Um, the first one, the first time that I had had experienced a scene that left my wig snatched was the season finale of season one of revenge. And there's the scene of Victoria. If you're a revenge fan of Victoria walking onto this plane, They're playing seven well, devils, but Florence Florence the machine. Machine, seven devils is playing in the background. And it is literally one of the best scenes it's, in all of television. It is. It's a scene that if I was a professor at a university for film studies and we were were, uh, studying um, television, I would be like, we are going to watch the most perfect season finale you have ever seen in your entire life. It's the most perfect. It is. It's. There's so many amazing. I'm going to watch it today. It's so good. So that's my first pick. And then my second pick is like, obviously, Game of Thrones is like the king of that. Like, Game of Thrones is the king of like the insane shock value where you're like, what like some of these other shows like walking dead was kind of like that but game oh, of thrones walking is dead, like left me shook numerous yeah times. where you're like oh my gosh i had no idea that that person was gonna die this episode like i was not expecting that but like you know with walking dead it kind of always happened at like a season finale or a mid-season finale whereas game of thrones like there were some seasons where it was like the third episode of, of a season and a major character would like die and so my second pick for this is red wedding and i'm not going to go into any detail because i want people to like you know, watch it. And the thing that I like about the Red Wedding episode is that you don't know it's coming because the episode's not titled The Red Wedding. Like, that's a name that the fans gave it from the books, but the episode is named something different. So you're not going to know when it's coming. Okay, don't tell and me. I was, I'm going to go back yeah, and watch And it. it's such... That is one of the, like, a perfect episode of television from one of, like, the perfect seasons of television, in my opinion. We've gone a while. I'm on a time crunch now. Do we want to end the pod here or do we want to do a quick fire music ones? Let's do rapid quick fire. rapid fire music. Okay. Uh, an album you can listen to over and over again. Born to Die. Okay. My pick is uh, Four by One Direction. Um, an uh, album you're embarrassed to like. Oof. Oh my gosh. This one's a little bit harder. An album I'm embarrassed to like because I know I have them. An album that I'm embarrassed to like. Um, Descendants 2 soundtrack. Oh my gosh. Uh, 
I would say the cat soundtrack, but I'm not, not embarrassed for that. Um, an album you're surprised that you liked. An album I'm surprised that I liked. Um, shoot, I know, I know, I have something. Oh my god, there's a lot that I was surprised that I liked, but I can't think of. I was surprised that I liked Post Malone's last album. I didn't think I was going to like that that much. I never thought that I was going to be obsessed with uh, Kanye's The Life of Pablo as much as I was at the time. Mm, sorry. Skip. Okay. Um, An album that is super underrated. Oh, gosh. There's so many. Anything Ellie Goulding. Uh, Ellie Goulding, Delirium. Um Fifth Harmony's like, reflection is because people talk about like the work yeah. from home album um anything little mix anything little mix in my opinion oh yeah. for real um anything little mix yeah okay uh an album that is worth the hype. oh wait emotion carly ray jepson <laughs> yeah that sorry also. an album what that's worth the hype that's worth the hype i mean anything that like adele comes out with anything beyonce that like, comes, beyonce out with. comes out with lemonade lemonade is worth the that's hype worth the hype Lemonade yeah. should have won. It's better than the hype album like, of the year. Yeah, to me, like Ariana Grande, "Dangerous Woman," "Thank You Next," yeah. like "Thank You Next" deserve the hype. Both worth the hype. Um, and an album that reminds you of your childhood. Um, Metamorphosis, Metamorphosis by, by Hilary Duff. Duff. All right, ladies and gents, that's it for episode seventeen of Rose Review, the podcast. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at a Rosie Review. We're gonna have some more like fun content and polls coming in the future, so make sure to stay tuned for that. And make sure to give our podcast a five star rating and review because we love to see them. They make our day, and they're super easy to do, especially if you're a frequent listener of the pod. Make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and give our podcast a five star rating and review. Alrighty. If you also, if you want to answer any of the questions that we that I asked Zach today, um, send us a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear like what movie scene makes you cry or what movie scares the crap out of you. All those things. I'd love to hear. Don't be afraid. We want to make friends on Instagram. So that's it for this podcast. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you next time on a Rosie Review.
pretty like open with all the shows that I watch or whatever. Sometimes like just the circles that I run in are a little bit more conservative or whatever. So it's like if I if I have people ask me what's your favorite show and then I tell them Game of Thrones, they immediately think of like graphic violence and sex scenes or whatever. And they don't think of iconic Amelia Clark and Lena Headey and it's so upsetting. Um but I mean there I mean I went through a big cake box phase when I was younger, but I'm not embarrassed of that. I used to watch Cake Boss like every single day. Yeah. Okay. Let me see what other ones I got. Um, what, what's a show that you're surprised that you liked? Because Housewives, I could anticipate that you were going to love that. RuPaul's Drag Race, Big Brother, like all of those, I could anticipate that you were going to like. What's one that you were surprised that you got really into? Um, let me think i was surprised i got into um orange is the new black oh yeah because i just was like this just doesn't seem like my cup of tea